0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Keller. Uh, we are having going to have another great lesson. Uh, because I just want to know, are you determined to grow? Are you determined to get all you can out of the word of God today? Amen, amen. Today we are going. We're gonna be talking about several different topics. Uh, I you know I kind of don't want to uh, give it away. It's gonna be more than what I'm going to say, but we're gonna be coming out of numbers. We're gonna be coming out of numbers. And really we we just gonna say, watch what you say. Watch what you say. That's that's the top today. Watch what you say. So we're looking at Numbers, the 12th chapter. Numbers, chapter 12. We're gonna start reading at the first verse, and we're gonna start, we're gonna read we're gonna just read the whole chapter, chapter 12. So break it up. It's uh, 16 verses. So about four verses a piece.
1: Well number?
0: So numbers, the 12th chapter. Watch what you say, and then we gonna bring it home to what God is talking about today. I told y'all I was been in the book of Numbers, and Numbers is speaking to me uh, about some of my own struggles. Uh, because sometimes we can say things that we have no business saying, and uh, those of us that have, uh, you know, been around the uh, Jones family clan, we know Mama always say, "Don't be speaking that." <laughs> and so today we're going to talk about, watch what you say, watch what you say. So let's start out. Um, who wants to
1: start with the first four verses?
0: Amen. Okay, go for it.
1: King James Version read And Marion and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. <clears throat> for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Huh, ah, the Lord indeed spoke only by Moses. Four. Four. Mm hmm. Had he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now <clears throat> the man Moses was very meek. Above all, the men which were upon the face of the earth. He was than all the men on the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto him, uh, Moses, and unto Aaron, and unto Mary, Come out, you three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, and they, three came out. Amen.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm reading from the NIV version. Okay. Uh, then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stepped forward, he said, <coughs> "Excuse me. Listen to my words. When there when there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions." I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I speak face to face, Mm. Mm. and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Mm. All right. That's it. One, two, three, that's four. Nine three, four. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Whatever four is. Caleb or honey? Go. Yeah, uh, how many? Uh, four verses. And the, o- hmm?
1: the anger of
0: the Lord was kindled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled. Against him, he departed, and the cloud departed off the article, of er- 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 And behold, the mirror became leopard's, the white is low. And Aaron looked up, mirrored, as she was leopard. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not-, lay not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not as be one man of of the flesh is half pursued with cometh up his mother womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord, say, heal her now. O God, I be Amen. 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 Minister Kelly.
2: Okay. And the Lord said unto Moses, if her father had spit in her face. Will she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days, and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again. And afterwards, the people removed from Hazareth and pitched in the wilderness of Paran.
0: Okay. All right. We're going to set, set the stage right now, right now, right here. Okay. So the, the men and women of God, and I know you guys know this story, but I just want to kind of give some revelation of what God was sharing with me. So we know that we are all called of God to do a particular thing or particular service for the Lord. And so there's not anybody that's not called to do something for God. Some are called, as we know about the fivefold ministry. Some are called to be pastors. Some are teachers. Some evangelists. Uh, some are called to be uh, did I say pastors already? <laughs> evangelists, pastors, teachers, and prophets. And what was it? Speak, baby.
2: Uh, was the teacher fivefold
0: ministry so we got pastors, apostles prophets teachers preachers I believe have to look at it again but anyway you guys know what I'm saying we haven't all been called to do the same thing God has called each one of us to do something different now let's talk about the operations of the church. Some are called to be administrators. Some are called to stand at the door and greet people. Don't don't put mean people at the door. I'm just, saying, just just don't do it. Uh, some people just not call for that. And then there are people that are called to be around the altar. That are called to to, to help uh, usher God's spirit in. There are people that are called to worship, to bring in the worship of God we are all called to do something for God besides playing with the phone in the midst of Bible study I'm just saying so so we're looking at what we're looking at is what we see today is that there is somebody that's called Moses is called to lead the church business and so some people that were called to be a part of the leadership team that felt like they were supposed to be in lead instead of being a part of the leadership team this is what God was sharing with me y'all and so in the midst of their frustration because they feel like they've been called to do more they decide they're going to talk about the leadership This Oh man, this is deep y'all Listen to me So they decide they're going to talk about the leadership And they're going to talk about The leadership and letting The other people know Because see they weren't really just talking They weren't even talking to Moses They were talking about Moses To others And they said to the other Congregation and not not even Other leaders but the other congregation They were saying have we all not been called. Don't God speak to us just like He speaks to you or others? We all been called, and so, so in the midst of the, the leadership breaking down because there's some frustration there. Instead of staying in our roles. Huh, We feel like we've been called. Now, I'm not saying that everybody's called to just continue to follow. There are times when God will move us forward into other things. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you trying to move yourself before God called you to move. And so, so Marian, which is Moses' sister. So now we talk about family. There's parts of the family they have been called to lead in their parts of the family that have been called to follow <laughs> until it's time for them to leave, because we've all been called to do something, right? And so, the sister and the brother. Now, I'm trying to figure out how, because Marion is the only one talking here, y'all. But why was Aaron mentioned? Because he stood in agreement with her. He didn't even say anything, but he didn't say anything against it, which is in agreement. Am I right or wrong, y'all? So right. as so as as he began to, as she began to talk, he just said, Yeah. I, I could just see him just shaking his head. He might not have said anything. I just said, Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You no. we've been called. And yes, I'm over the leadership of the priest. So God talks to me too. And so Moses <laughs> had to save him, y'all. So let's not get to that before we get, before we get to Moses being saved. Up, so let's see what God spoke up for Moses. See, when you're in true leadership and God is on your side, you don't have to have anybody. You don't have to speak up for yourself. God spoke up for you. So when you are following what God has planned for you to do, God will be on your side. He will intercede for you. He will uh, stop the naysayers on, on your behalf. So you don't got to talk. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to worry about those type of things. If you're being led by God and doing what God has called you to do. God will speak up for you. Okay, let's move on down and let's see what happens. So, and then God didn't even tell it to them. God said (laughs) to Moses. "Uh, Y'all come, you know how when, okay, I'm going to back. I'm going to slow down. Let me slow down for a moment first. So you know how, y'all probably never had this happen, but, you know, sometimes I have been called out to fight, like, people call you out and say, come on out and let's do this. Y'all probably never had that happen or anything like that. So basically, God was calling them out. Come on out. You, your big old mouth, you got something to say, come on with. Your mouth and your mouth and wrote a check. Okay, I'm going to be careful now that your behind couldn't cash. So he drew the line in the sand. He drew the line in the sand for Marion and Aaron. Now, keep in mind, Aaron didn't didn't say anything. But when you say no, you stand in agreement with them. I'm not saying you should speak up for everything, that is not what I'm saying. I, you pray about all things. He said, Be anxious for nothing, but prayer and supplication make your request be you made known unto God. So you're supposed to pray about it. But when you say nothing, you stand in agreement with that person. Amen. So then God speaks. And then God lays out some things. So here's some things that God shares with us while he's talking. And in verse six, he tells us how he speaks to his people. In verse six, he says that he talks to people through dreams and visions. That's how he speaks to his prophets, through dreams and visions. So he's telling you how I communicate on a regular basis with my people. We know that he also communicates that way with with sinners. Because he spoke uh, the dream to, that Daniel had to interpret, that Joseph had to interpret and that Daniel also had to interpret So God speaks to us through visions and dreams. But he tells him, but not so with my servant Moses. So he tells him, you know, Moses is different. You know, I talk to him face to face. And I can't believe you decided to call out my boy. That's what he said. I'm paraphrasing, of course. You know, it ain't in there. Oh, you going to call my boy out? Well, I got something for you. So then, even as God's anger is kindled against Mary, yeah, suddenly, notice that nothing happened to Aaron, but suddenly, Miriam got leprosy. That was her punishment for speaking against. God's man. We have to be careful when we speak against God's man. Amen. Because there's a punishment with that. And you know, even though God called him out, she she stood on her whatever she said before. And you know how I know she didn't get she didn't have forgiveness in her heart because she had she had leprosy. Because God believes, believe me, God knows our heart. He knows our heart, and He forgives us. Even before we even say a word, because he knows our heart. We do need to ask forgiveness, though. So, and then so, Mary, so Aaron, he looks at, he looks at Mary, and you know how when you get getting a whooping and your siblings are around, and you think it's yourself, Lord, I'm sure she don't get hold of me, like she got a hold of them. I get to see Aaron saying, man, Lord, <laughs> I didn't say anything but uh so hope you ain't got that same thing for me. <laughs> just be paraphrasing y'all. So then the same person, glory to God, the same person you spoke against, the same person you use your mouth to say that you are just as good as them when God hadn't called you that to that position, and I'm not saying you're not just as good as them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is God has called you to your position so you can be good at your position, whatever he's called you to do. He's going to make you perfect in what you have been called to do. He's going to raise you up in your position whatever you've been called to do. And my, I use my sister as a prime example of when she started her job, uh, 18, I, I don't know how many years, Five years ago. When she was 18 or so, how many? Years ago. How
1: many? Eight years ago.
0: Woo, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's still there. Okay, we ain't gonna talk about that part. But anyway, so 8, 28 years ago, she started out in her job, and God promoted her each and every time. She moved from position to position, and she was raised up by God. Into these different positions. And some of the positions she did not want. I'm going to be true about it. She did not want some of their positions. But God moved her. Because of her heart. And her steadfastness. And her honesty. And he kept moving her forward. And moving her up. That's how it is in Christianity. Just like it is with her on her job. God will take our position. And he will move us where he wants us to move us. Up in the word of God. Up into position where he wants us to be. And we ain't got to talk about nobody. We ain't got to worry about nobody. Because God said your gift will make room for it. Amen. Amen. And so I use her as an example of that. And then we know that even though Marion talked about Moses, his heart was so deep for his sister and his family and the church and the Israelites that he still Jesus looked out for her. Went to God and said, don't do this. Don't make a leprous forever. Come on, God. Don't do it. Stook up for her. Stroke touch touch, uh, God's cheek for her, is what I call it. Begin to stand in the gap for her, who spoke, she comes over a so they spoke against him. That shows you the humility that Moses had, that he loved her no matter what. Because first of all, he didn't promote himself. God did that. God called him to do that. And so because God called him to do that, he had the humility that he needed as a leader, to be able to say, God, don't do it like that. And we know many times throughout the Bible, Moses stands in the gap and stands up for the Israelites. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some times when he got a little bit upset when he threw the Ten Commandments. I'm not saying he was perfect. He had an anger problem like most of us. So I won't admit it, but many times he would stand in the gap. And that's what we have to do as leaders. Sometimes when they're talking about us, when they're mistreating us, when they're scandalizing our names, when they're doing different things to hurt us or to hurt the family, you got to pray for them, stand in the gap for them, intercede for them. Amen? Amen. Amen. So Moses stood in the gap for her because who knows? how long Mary would have been out or had leprosy forever. But Moses said, God, don't do this. Now, God already did it. But you know what else? God wasn't surprised that Moses would intercede for her and he would pray for her and ask to cut, to, Lord, Lord, don't do this. And God said, she got to be punished to some kind of harm. And if anybody else had it, they at least have to stay out seven days. Or whatever the case may be, and so God is saying, He's telling us today, He's reminding us that we are not our own, and that as leaders, and and I believe that we are all budding leaders here, and well are leaders in our own right. And, and We are leaders, and that we as leaders have a have a uh, uh, responsibility to intercede for others. Even if we got goats in the camp. What do I mean by that? All of them ain't sheep, y'all. I'm just saying. You got some goats. And goats cannot be led. Sheep are led. Goats cannot be led. Y'all look it up. It's It's in the book. I promise. And so as we look at how Marion opened her mouth up against the leader and how even the leader took, uh, uh, put pity on her. I don't want to say pity because that's that compassion like Jesus had compassion throughout all of the New Testament. He had compassion upon her and he went to God on her behalf. Just like he did the children of Israel many, many times before. And so as leaders, we have a responsibility to intercede. To stand in the gap, to raise our, raise our standard, to not get down on their level and to do what God has called us to do. So I said all that to say this. Watch what you say. Pray. Do what God has called you to do. And he will elevate you to a position that only he has for you. So I'm just reminding us that you know, it's not always going to be roses. It's not always going to be a sweet potato pie. It's not. There are going to be people that are going to try us. That's going to talk about us and try to scandalize our name. I don't know who she thinks she is. God didn't call her or him. I don't know where they got that from. Oh, they're not gonna sit in the pulpit with me. They're not gonna do uh they not gonna do ministry, <laughs> the not ministry anyway. Ministry is on the outside. It's so that when you go out there and you tell your testimony, or you live your testimony, and they draw into God by that. He said, "If I be lifted up, I'll draw all me." He didn't say if you be lifted up. And if you look at, okay, don't get me started about the church, y'all. You look at how the church, the leadership podium is. That's why I call a podium set up. It's raised up in a position. Okay, don't get me started. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna leave that alone. We're gonna talk about that one day. But we all on the same level with God. God did say that you know a workman is worthy of his hire, and double reward for those that preach to God. He said that, but he didn't mean it in the kind of way that we have turned it into some type of, like I said last time, we we, we, uh, we trying to pimp God. I mean, <laughs> We're we, we trying to prostitute God. Come on now. And then we do this other thing we do. We call it a black. That, that, y'all know about the buffet right when you go to the buffet there's a whole array of things and you get what you want that, that, that's, not, that's not how this works <laughs> it's not a buffet what God has for you is for you God wants you to do he'll make up and he'll lift you up and all you have to do is be available so so I really don't have any questions, but I want y'all to tell me what you think about when I said, "Watch what you say." What came to your mind, or anything that we talked about or read about in the lesson? I mean, I could—you know—I can go on and on. Of course, I you know already, for y'all, amen. Uh-huh. Mentioned—you already mentioned Mama, Uh but that was one of her big things. Be careful what you speak. And I read into that, um, speak life into situations and not death. Um, just be being mindful of, uh, it's almost like sometimes, uh, it's almost like sometimes you might be able to speak something into existence or speak, speak something to happen in a sense. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind when, um, we were reading, when we were reading this one. so, or even after the statement, you made.
1: Know, so. Amen. I like the part of, I saw when Miriam and, uh, Adrian spoke against the man of God, scandalized his name, and... God allowed some things to come up on her. Uh, like you say, be careful what you speak. You know. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Um, I just wanted to say, um, uh, while you were speaking, I kept hearing, uh, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Um, when God's man or woman is carrying out God's duties. Uh, a man does his great, does not a great disservice when he begins to speak against uh, God's man or woman. Um, actually, what they do is they are speaking against God and they're speaking against the leadership and the authority that God has put in place. And so when they do that, What they actually do is they expedite themselves a date with God. And uh, one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to have a date with God and be on the wrong side of the table because it's it's just not going to be pretty for you. But I also like what Moses did because Moses did the same thing that Jesus did for us. Uh, when Moses stood, and he knew that they was wrong, but he asked God to to show grace and mercy, and and, and, and not to destroy them. Uh, Jesus did the same thing for us on the cross. Uh, he knew we was wrong. He knew that everything we was guilty of, everything all the charges, all the charges were true. But he asked God. He interceded and asked the God to 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 spare us to show us mercy so much to the point where he was willing to put his own life his own reputation on the line just so that we might have life and that's the difference in god's man and god's woman god's man and god's woman is not selfish they're not all about them me myself and i they're trying to look out for the flock as a whole and they're trying to uh, make sure everybody's okay. Even the ones that meant them harm, even the ones that did them wrong. Uh, they're still trying to ask God for grace and mercy for them. Uh, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So whenever somebody come against you or they speak wrongly of you, then that what they have done is they set up a date with God. And, and 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 God is going to show up, just like you said. If you call him out, he's coming. Uh, he will not hide because he's God and he fears no man, no woman, no spirit, no anything. And he knows this, so uh, I, I believe he kind of finds it somewhat uh, humbling uh, as they're calling him out because he knows that uh, they don't the understand. They, they might think they do, but they don't. So you see all this taking place in this lesson. And it's encouraging because oftentimes people speak bad of us. And they talk wrongly of us. And we spend too much time trying to defend ourselves. We don't have to defend ourselves. Uh, God is going to be our defense. When, when, when God asks for the defense attorney to arise, he will arise because he will be not only uh, the judge, but he also be the jury, too, and he'll pass the verdict. So uh, we, we don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about that. God got us covered. God got us taken care of. Uh, just go ahead and, and, and let them think that they in control and that they doing anything. In the fullness of time, if we hadn't even the word, God will move on the situation. As the old church mother said, in the midnight hour, he's gonna turn it around, and around, and around, and around.
1: Amen. I muted
0: myself, sorry. Uh, Brother Benoit, you have something?
3: about what I got out of it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I got oh. a <laughs> couple of things I got out of it. One is uh the fact that one of the primary things that sticks out to me is uh, a couple of things that stick out to me is that uh people not being satisfied with what you <laughs> You know, cuz uh, I'm going you, to ask everybody to meet so that we you know I can talk
0: Cause
3: I, I seared back. Uh. Reverb. But anyway, uh, the fact that these, these were men and women who were in essence, uh, leaders in the camp, you know, but you weren't, you weren't satisfied with being one of the top three. You wanted to be the one. Uh, and another thing is, is that, uh, The fact that and it has to do with being one to be what you want to uplift yourself. that's, you know, that's the selfish portion of it. And the other thing was uh, that the fact that Moses just reminds me of why he and many others who were called by God to lead large nations or many of his people, they always had a tendency to want to stand in the gap for everybody. Uh, he, he's he's one. Uh, you, you just have other ones that at times when God wanted to punish nations or punish people, they would always stand in the gap. Uh, 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 what is what is his name? Uh, was, that, was that Abraham who did that? Did the same thing? Oh, I can't remember when they wanted to destroy Solomon and Gomorrah, and he said, well, what if there, you can find so many righteous? He got God down to down to five. Well, if I, you know, I mean, just and in in essence, it really wasn't none of his business. He could have just went on about his business. So it just reminds of why certain people that he places in the position that he places them in, because Moses could have been indignant. He could have been any number of things. Could have been offended, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't think much of his position. Because he knew and understood what his position was, it wasn't necessarily to uplift him, but in essence, to be a tool used by God to do what God needed to be done—to service God and His people. Whereas Miriam and uh, her brother, who, like as you, like you said, agreed, they were more in line with what what they wanted. Because you know, if you remember, Moses was called in the first place, and because of Moses his uh, lack of confidence is the only reason that uh, Aaron was even brought into the picture. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just amazing how sometimes, and we see it all the time that, you know, when people get in certain positions or they get certain promotions or, you know, God uh, allows them to, you know, reach certain heights and they have a tendency to forget where, why they're there. They have a tendency to forget. Same thing, it's like, I say this all the time, the reason why a lot of people don't go to church is because the people in the church. We go through things in life and we're supposed to have a, a certain compassion for those who are going through the same thing, but we want to stick our nose in there as if we've never been there. And it, you know, and we slight people in the same instance where, where Where, because we always want to be viewed as we are something, or viewed as if we are somebody, instead of viewing it as it should be. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm just doing what the Lord would have me to do because I want to please Him. Anyway, that's what I took from it, as far as uh, uh, and also being, you know, like you say, watch what you say, you know, because you are treading on uh. You're treading on some turf, tough tough, tough, tough turf when you're when you're trying to speak on what the Lord would have. You know what I mean? Who the Lord called, what the, you know what I mean? Stick to your position. Same thing when uh who was that? Was that Peter? Or oh, what him? What about him? What about him, Lord? You know, he had an essence told him, hey, you know, why don't you mind your business? Do what I told you to do. What is it to you if he's if he should say? That's really none of your business because he's called to do what he's called to do, and you're called to do what I called you to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, we we should mind our mind our own and do do our best at what we're called to do. That we're not even qualified to do. In essence, so that's yeah. what I took from it.
0: Amen. Amen. I did not want to cut you off, so I hope you got it all in. Oh, you know how we're only on, I got one less than one minute, and I did not want to uh, miss any part of that, and so I'm so glad you was able to get it all in. I just want to say uh, you guys, type in the chat uh, anybody that you want me to pray for, because uh, we probably will not have enough time to pray for them, but just type their name in the chat and I it um it it writes it on there and then I'll put it on the prayer list okay amen I got you all righty then thank you guys so much for coming just a little heads up next week we are going to be probably talking we're going to be stealing numbers because I'm stealing numbers uh Either I don't know if I'm gonna do 13 or 14 chapter, but just look at both of those, and then we're gonna talk about what God is saying uh, in this.